Uh, it is such a delight. I Every time I get the chance to be with you in North Bushia and to see what God is doing, to hear about those gift bags is really good. So well done. And thank you to all those that have been part of that. We've had lots of people looking at our front window or the side window, our little poster. Um, and uh, what a great initiative. And just really want to commend all of you for your commitment uh, to sharing this journey together. This is difficult. This whole, this whole season is difficult for all of us. Uh, this is not easy. It, it's not easy taking communion on your own, but it's really good to be able to do that through a screen. Uh, it's not easy to be in the context where we've got kids jumping around. And we also, uh, we, all, we all want to learn. We all want something from the Lord today. We need something fresh from him every day, don't we? He's our, he's our daily bread. And so we really ask him for something new and fresh today. Um, and, uh, and I just want to say that I'm really expectant the Lord is going to say something to us today. The reason I know that is because I've got a really brilliant talk planned um, on Acts chapter 3 on the second half of the chapter, um, as in it's really good. Um, but this morning I woke up in the very early hours and I felt that um, that's not for today. So I was going to follow on as we planned. We sit, we sit in these meetings, we pray together, we plan, we say, okay, who's going to do what? We work it all out. But um, today I'm just putting all of that aside. And the Lord's given me some fresh bread this morning. And I'm going to share that with you. I hope that's okay. Um, so what this isn't is some kind of polished message. It's just a, a couple of Psalms, uh, some, some ideas kind of thrown in between. But I really believe this is something for you today if you would get hold of what God wants to share from his heart, and I don't want to get in the way of that. So thank you for your prayers. Uh, and I, just, I don't want to get in the way of what the Lord wants to say. Um, firstly, I just want to say thanks to God for his goodness and his faithfulness. Do you know his timing is perfect? There's not a single government announcement that catches him by surprise. That He is not subject to government authority and uh, and he, whatever Boris Johnson says or doesn't say, doesn't change who he is, and it doesn't change his purposes. Uh, it doesn't even change his plan for the church. Um, it doesn't change who we are. Um, actually, we we are in God's hands today, and He is faithful. And my experience uh, over what forty-two years of following Jesus is that he, His timing is always perfect. And even in the most difficult times, and this is one of those times for all of us, even those difficult times, God has proven himself to be faithful. And the things that we put our trust in, uh, like money or success or career or family or a spouse or people or popularity or whatever, the things that we often try and grasp at in times like this, they're shown to be just dust. They're not really anything. But the Lord is faithful and the Lord is good and whether you're wrestling with a house sale that's fallen through or a job that may not exist uh, or whether it's just the prospect of your own health being threatened whatever it is we I just give testimony to today this morning that God is good and and we and our trust in him is not placed in the wrong place you know what I mean uh, our trust in him is right where it needs to be. And I want to speak a word of encouragement, particularly in a time when we're all so afraid. Uh, that I want to talk today about having fearful worship and fearless faith. 
you see, there's lots to be afraid of right now. We're afraid uh, for some of us. Has anyone had that dream where you've got COVID-19? Has anyone had a dream like that? Or was it just me? I, I had a dream and I woke up thinking, I was convinced that I had, I mean, I was perfectly well, but I was thinking about all the implications if I got the disease, you know, all the things that would change and isolation. Uh, there's lots of things to be afraid of right now, but I, I want us to, in, to be encouraged today by the word of God to be fearless in our trust in the Lord. But that fearlessness doesn't come from us kind of hyping ourselves up. That fearlessness comes from a fear of the Lord. So we're going to read a couple of Psalms together. And uh, Paul said, Timothy, to not stop the public reading of Scripture. Now, we're not in a room, um, but we are going to read together. So uh, hopefully Chris can show us. We're going to read Psalm 111. Before we go to the screen, I'll just explain. These are two Psalms that are a pair. And both of them are what's called an acrostic psalm, is in that after the opening clause, they run in alphabetical order. The first line begins with, they're like a poem, really. And they, they work as a pair. And we're going to read Psalm 111. Um, and I'd love for us to read this all out loud together, if that's okay. Um, so uh, this is in the New Living Translation. So where you are, even if you're on your own, can I encourage you to let's read this out loud together. And we won't unmute to test if everyone's doing this, um, but let's read the word of the Lord together. Uh, this is Psalm 111. Let's go from verse 1. Praise the Lord. I will thank the Lord with all my heart as I meet with his godly people. How amazing are the deeds of the Lord. All who delight in him should ponder them. Everything he does reveals his glory and majesty. His righteousness never fails. He causes us to remember his wonderful works. How gracious and merciful is our Lord. He gives food to those who fear him. He always remembers his covenant. He has shown his great power to his people by giving them the lands of other nations. All he does is just and good, and all his commandments are trustworthy. They are forever true, to be obeyed faithfully and with integrity. He has paid a full ransom for his people. He has guaranteed his covenant with them forever. What a holy, awe-inspiring name he has. Fear of the Lord is the foundation of true wisdom. All who obey his commandments will grow in wisdom. Praise him forever. What a great psalm. And this psalm is so powerful. It takes up a theme that we read about in Proverbs. It, we read about in other parts of the ancient scriptures that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Actually, we are called to be very afraid of the Lord. But you see, this is not like being afraid of a monster or something. This is, this is actually a reverence, a fear of something that is bigger than us, a respect. But it comes from deep within us. Uh, and we are, to be, we are to celebrate here that he's a God with great power, but he's a God who keeps his promises. It says in verse seven, he in verse nine, he remembers his covenant forever. He's made a promise to his people and he will never stop 
with that promise. It's a forever covenant. And of course, we celebrate that as Christians, that that is proven in the sending of Jesus' map led us as we took communion, is that his promise was to redeem all his people. And he did that through raising again from the dead after three days after Jesus was killed. Now, it says in verse 10, the fear of the Lord is the foundation of wisdom. We're called to obey him and then to grow in wisdom. So what does it mean to be fearful in our worship? Now, I want the next slide. Here. I want to show you one of my heroes. OK, I hope you can uh, see the second slide here. This is one of my heroes and then one of my not quite enemies. OK, so uh, the, on the left there, you'll see my hero. Um, and this is my dad. OK, my dad uh, was a fighter pilot in the US Air Force. He was big and and fit and strong. And he flew at twice the speed of sound in very fast aircraft. And he used to come home in all of his suit. He was like one of my heroes. Now, he wasn't quite my enemy, but the picture on the right is my brother. All right. So these were taken more or less the same kind of time. You can see the difference in size between my dad, who's just about six foot tall, and my brother, who at that point was just an annoying uh, existence in my life. Now, I love my brother now, but I was younger than him. I'm two years younger than my brother, Nathan. And Nathan and I used to fight all the time. We used to argue. He used to mock me and embarrass me. I used to try and do the same. He used to beat me up because he was bigger than me. He used to ruin my homework. I don't know if you ever had anyone when you worked on something for school that you didn't want to do, and then they ruin your homework. And my brother and I were kind of always like this together. But listen, the great thing is my dad was uh, bigger and more powerful than me and my brother. And I was afraid of my dad. But I never doubted for a minute, and I still don't now, doubt now, whether or not he loved me. I always have known that he loves me. But my dad was powerful and he was a disciplinarian. And sometimes if we did something really terrible, he would actually punish us. He would take away things from us and privileges. And sometimes if we went again and again and again, he'd even get his belt out. You know, it was, it was not easy growing up being as badly behaved as I was with a dad that was as firm as my dad was, but I love him to bits. You can take him off the screen. You can see quite a good looking guy. He looks a bit like Tom Cruise in Top Gun or something, doesn't he? You can see where I get my good looks from. <laughs> no, so, so um, see, my, my dad he, he is a good man, uh, but I was also, in the right way, afraid of him. Because if I, I know if I stole something, or if I spoke rudely to my mum, or if I, if I disobeyed him, there would be a consequence. But when my brother and I would have these kind of arguments, do you know the great thing was, is my dad would come and bring justice in our argument. And usually I was the one that needed to be corrected. But, but this, is, this is how it worked. You see, um, we'd have an argument, but my dad came with both love and justice and he sorted things out. I wasn't afraid of my brother, but I was afraid of my dad. But it, I never felt like I was being abused. I knew that I was being loved. You see, this is what it means that fear of the Lord who's much more perfect, obviously, than my dad, 
who has a greater sense of justice than my dad ever did, because he's God, how he, he is perfectly loving and perfectly just. And the psalmist says, a fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And when we obey him, then actually we can continue to grow in wisdom. I want to encourage in you and in myself a fearful worship of the Lord. He, he's not our vending machine. You understand? He, he's not our, our help in the house. He's not our maid to clear up our messes, although he does that with great love. Yeah, he's not someone we call on for an easy life. He's the Lord. He's the king. He is most righteous. And so we, we do right to begin when we think about fear of fearing the Lord, because one day he will judge the living and the dead, and he'll do so with perfect love and perfect justice. So what does that have to do with today and COVID and the announcements and the lockdown? It has a lot to do, because it's the beginning of wisdom is to know that the Lord is the Lord. He's the king, and he rules and reigns above us. Now I want us to read the second pair of these Psalms, and this is Psalm 112. And I want you to notice the fruit that comes from fearful worship of the Lord, how you and I can have a fearless faith. And this is the heart of God. So if we can have it on the screen, again, if we can read this together um, from the New Living Translation, Psalm 112. So let's read together. Praise the Lord. How joyful are those who fear the Lord and delight in obeying his commands. Their children will be successful everywhere. An entire generation of godly people will be blessed. They themselves will be wealthy and their good deeds will last forever. Light shines in the darkness for the godly. They are generous, compassionate and righteous. Good comes to those who lend money generously and conduct their business fairly. Such people will not be overcome by evil. Those who are righteous will be long remembered. They do not fear bad news. They confidently trust the Lord to care for them. They are confident and fearless and can face their foes triumphantly. They share freely and give generously to those in need. Their good deeds will be remembered forever. They will have influence and honour. The wicked will see this and be infuriated. They will grind their teeth in anger. They will slink away their hopes thwarted. Okay, so we see in this the flow of these Psalms. We see this promise that for those who fear the Lord, uh, they are joyful. The reason is because God is good. <laughs> so if you really know the Lord, you know God is good then do you know what? It doesn't matter what bad news. God is good. You see, intimacy with the Lord, uh, it, it comes from a fear of the Lord. That intimacy brings a whole load of fruit in our lives. It, that intimacy brings, as we read in verse four and five, generosity and integrity in how we deal with our business. In verse six, it deal with, uh, the fruit is, is tenacity, the ability to keep going, legacy. In verse uh, seven, do not fear bad news, they trust the Lord. You see, the more that we draw close to the Lord in fearful worship, the more fearless and confident we can be. 
And like Matt said, you know, I definitely resonate with this. The, the announcement yesterday was like, no, the last thing I want to do is lose more freedoms and be told what to do. The last thing I want to do is hear of more friends that have got this disease. The last thing we want to hear is more gloomy news from the BBC and Sky and everyone else telling us how bad the forecast is going to be. Now we've not only got bad weather forecasts, we've got bad disease forecasts, we've got bad economic forecasts. Honestly, there's so much bad news. And it's hard to take, isn't it? And there's every reason why we might want to pull the duvet over our heads for four or five months and just wish the whole thing away. But I just want to stir up in you the faith that is already there and in me. So that actually those who fear the Lord are joyful. And in this season, we can be generous. And we can live fearlessly and not be afraid of bad news. In the NIV of this, of Psalm 112, it says that there are those whose hearts are steadfast and secure. As followers of Jesus, the rock, we can be steadfast and secure, not only for the sake of our own mental health and spiritual health, but even in our homes you and I can be a source of generosity and joy because with the intimacy we have with the Lord. We don't need to gripe and complain. We've got so much to be grateful for. It's, it's okay to be human. To, to, be, to gripe and complain is natural. You know, to be afraid is natural. But to have faith is supernatural. And we have been called to live supernatural lives full of the Holy Spirit unafraid on whatever the worst case scenario is on a graph okay or whatever the worst case scenario you can think up for your own life that is nothing compared to the promises of the lord and and we can be those that set the temperature in our workplaces and in our homes we can set the mood where we go because we know the lord and that intimacy brings confidence and fearlessness Verse nine, it says the horn of dignity will be lifted up in some translations or in the, in the New Living Translation, these people will have influence and honour. I believe that's God's plan for you and I to actually have influence in these days. I, I was saying to somebody last night, it seems that in Watford, at this point in time, um, and this is all glory to the Lord, it seems that almost every table about changes in the town of Watford in this area I keep being invited to and people say oh it's always so encouraging to have you around whether it's about feeding the homeless and feeding people during the covid crisis to the plans for the hospital of Watford General Hospital I've been invited on the stakeholder kind of reference group keep being invited and it's not me it's because actually when I step in a room I'm determined to bring the hope of the Lord about mental health issues in our area about the future of housing uh, and I'm privileged to have a close relationship with the mayor of Watford. And whenever he's, he says, I always feel so uplifted when I spend time with you. That's not me. That's actually because I know the Lord and the Lord is good. So I've determined that every room I go into, I'm going to bring faith and not feed the fear. I'm going to feed us that, you know, this is a day of opportunity for us, even though they're difficult days. So what? Well, joyful, fearful worship, which is the intimacy with the Lord, because we know he's good, but he's also just. 
from that intimacy comes three things and i'll land with this security generosity and expectancy those simple three things when we know the lord we can be generous we can be expectant but that's because we are secure he is our security and when we know that things are right between us and the lord do you know what no bad news can shake it we are unshakable we might feel the tremors but we're not going to lose our footing and i know if you're in a room some of you would say amen let me say that again we might feel the tremors but we will not lose our footing because there's not there's no redundancy that can shake that there's no change of plans that can shake that if our feet have planted in the presence of the lord others may well be afraid of God's power and might and there might be a fear of the Lord that is based on not really knowing him and therefore they turn their backs on the Lord because they think you know all he he just wants you know he's just going to judge me hates me they, they don't really know the Lord so they they turn their back on the Lord because they're afraid of him in the sense that he's going to crush them but those who know the Lord know that he could crush us but you know what because of the grace of Jesus he doesn't and because we know the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, then we can walk confidently into this coming lockdown and we can make the most of it. And we can change atmospheres because of who lives in us. Uh, you see, this faith is unlockdownable. <laughs> he, he will not be contained. Not now, not next month and not ever. He won't. He's uncontainable. And we can be uncontainable as well. Our faith need not pull us down. In fact, our faith lifts us up and gives us hope to not be afraid. 81 times in the New King James Version, a phrase is translated, do not be afraid in the Bible. 81, that's a lot. It's a really popular phrase. You see it in the mouth of angels. You see it in words given right the way back to Abram at the very beginning. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Over and over again, do not be afraid. And that word is a word for us. Are we afraid of dying? I, I don't want to die anytime soon. I'd rather not get sick, but I'm not afraid of those things that other people are gripped with, not because of me and not because of self-help, but because I just know the Lord and he's good. And as we've read today, he's generous and compassionate and he's righteous and our trust is in him. I, I pray that the Lord would infuse in us more of his Holy Spirit, that he might be the lifter of our heads today. And that because of him, because we know him, we'd be fearless in the coming days. So let's take some time now just where we are. And if the kids are around or whatever, then that's fine. Uh, just take a moment and let's pray that we would be fearless. Fearless in our decision making fearless in the things that come across our path that we would not be afraid and just in this space uh, i'll just give you a, a minute or so to make your own response where you are right now to pray your own prayers and then i'll gladly lead us in a prayer together but let's fix our eyes on the lord who is generous who's compassionate and righteous so let's turn to the father who we trust today Said earlier intimacy brings security generosity and expectancy i just want to pray into those three areas um, 
where we feel insecure, let's turn to the Lord and pray for an intimacy that brings security. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you that you are with us in this moment. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. And we thank you because of who you are, we can be truly secure. You are our security. Your love holds us firm. You are our foundation and we stand on you. And even as the nations shake, we put our trust in you today. You are our security. Father, help us to not be the insecure people of this world, but instead to be the secure men and women, boys and girls of the kingdom of God, standing on the rock, unshaken. Lord, we confess in Jesus' name, you are our security and we put our trust in you. Heavenly Father, thank you that you are generous to us. Lord, we pray that you'd make us a generous people. Lord, not a clambering for all that we can get for ourselves. Help us to be generous to our neighbours, generous to other people that we live with, generous and gracious to people around us. Lord, you, you've given this group of people and this church family a generous hearts for the poor and for the broken, for those who are homeless, for those who are lost and destitute. Lord, help us to be even more generous in these coming days. As many people may lose their livelihoods, Lord, we, we say make us generous. Show us who you want us to give to and how because we know you will always provide for us. So we need not hoard, but instead we can have open hands. And finally, Father, I want to pray for a spirit of expectancy. Lord, when we really know you and we hear about your forever promises, we can look forward, not just with expectation that we'll cope, but with more than that. Lord, that we can thrive and we can take new opportunities that tomorrow will be stronger, will be a better day than today, that, that our futures will not be held back by our past. That is the grace of, of Jesus right there, that we would be those who are expectant. Lord, help us to look forward with faith and expectancy. May we be those that bring hope into every context we find ourselves in the coming days. And Lord, may we walk with fearless faith throughout this week and the month ahead and we pray all this in your precious name jesus hear our prayers amen